On this episode of Lead That Thing, I talked to Dr. Aruna Tumala, a pioneer in the field of integrative psychiatry. Welcome back, everyone. Today, my guest is Dr. Aruna Tumala. Dr. Tumala has developed a unique method to treat mental health problems with tremendous benefit to her patients. She embraces an innovative mind-body-spirit approach that combines the science of modern medicine with the wisdom of ancient medicine to address the root causes of psychological symptoms. Rather than just addressing the symptoms of mental illness, Dr. Tumala uses a broad scope of intervention, including diet, exercise, meditation, yoga, nutritional supplements, chiropractic care, Ayurvedic herbs, psychotherapy, and careful use of psychiatric medicines. She received an MD in psychiatry in 2003 and is a board member at large for the Wisconsin chapter of the American Association on Intellectual and Developmental Disabilities. Welcome, Dr. Tamala. Thank you, Aruna. How are you? I'm doing fine. So for the audience, it's Aruna meets Aruna, so which is really cool. <laughs> so tell us about what topic you are bringing the audience today and how did you learn about it? So I am really excited to talk about integrative holistic medicine, functional medicine, and Ayurveda. So these are all the different terms that can be used to um, uh, to the kind of medicine that I practice. Um, it's, uh, there are some, obviously some variations to it, but the underlying philosophy of all of these terms is basically the same, which is that our mind and bodies are one whole unit. And when there is a problem in any of, uh, uh, anywhere in the body or in, in the mind, then you have to look at the whole mind-body system as one unit and address the whole person, the whole mind-body uh, of this person in one go. And that is why, I mean, the concept of holism or holistic medicine really means that. Um, and um, functional medicine really means that we're trying to understand where is the dysfunction uh, that is manifesting as disease or imbalance and how can we fix that dysfunction so that once again function manifests? So that is the other concept. And integrative medicine is a related concept which really takes into account that we're integrating modern medicine with the many other forms of indigenous medicine that has existed across the world for millennia. Wow. And for me particularly, when I started to um, explore all of this, and the reason I started to explore was Primarily because after I had my child, my uh, older child, uh, you know, as a mother, I began to realize that, uh, you know, the food that was available here, like whether it was, uh, you know, the, even Gerber's, you know, the, all of those mm -hmm. things that we would give, I began to read a little bit more and learned that the way it is processed and especially the foods that are marketed for children, uh, the candies and everything with the artificial dyes. And if you go to McDonald's, there's strawberry milkshake with all the red dye and everything is really not good. So I really started off as a, as a way to bring the best food for my child. And from there, I took it to my work, which is, hey, if I can, you know, if, if food is so important for me and my child, then maybe there is something about nutrition that can impact mental health as well. And as I began to ask this question and explore that on, online, basically on different kinds of medical uh, websites, I did begin to see many articles that were tying in the role of nutrition uh, with mental health. 
And that is what actually, you know, eventually led me to this path. I came across these wonderful organizations. One is um, American Board of Integrative and Holistic Medicine, and I was completely taken up with it. And I got my diploma with them. And after that, I uh, studied Ayurveda and also functional medicine. And now in my practice, I bring all of these modalities together. And I've come up with certain protocols which are really working for patients with mental illness. So there are definitely, I heard, two very strong drivers. And there's one where it's personal, it's you as a mom, it's your child, you know, all that research that you did. And then when you see that difference you're making in your child's life, then as a professional, it's like, yeah, I want to help other people because, and I want to educate other people um, and give them the same benefits that I'm giving myself and my family, yes. which is, I think those are so powerful. And yeah. so that leads into the next question then in terms of recognizing now that you want to educate people on this topic. So how did you go about doing that? So, I mean, I, at, at that time, when I began to make this transition and even through my journey, journey and education, um, it really uh, became important for me to talk to my patients right away. That was the first step. And I was working for a local hospital at that point in time. This was, I'm talking about 2013, uh, you know, um, and uh, everything, all of the things that I was learning, not only was I incorporating in my home, but I was talking to my colleagues, I was talking to my co-workers, I was talking to the nurses, the social workers, and obviously the patients that I was working with. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, what I began to see was that there was a lot of pushback because mm -hmm. in the widespread community, it is so fixed that if you're mentally ill, if you're diagnosed with a mental illness, whether it is, it is depression, anxiety, bipolar, autism, schizophrenia, it doesn't matter. You can only get better when you take a medication. And most often you're told that you cannot ever fully recover and you have to be on the medication long-term. But that is actually, my, I did my psychiatry in India and that is not really how it was taught. You know, the whole field of medicine, even psychiatry, that is not what I was taught. Um, and it became reinforced in holistic medicine that we have this inner ability. Our, uh, our human bodies, our mind-body systems are intelligent beings that are constantly striving for health. But it is our choices, mainly in terms of our diet and lifestyle, that makes us fall sick. So really, the concept of holistic medicine is that we first have to look at our diet and lifestyle to see how we are contributing to our own state of ill health. And once we address that, then our bodies are given a chance to recover and regenerate almost. So these concepts are not there, unfortunately, in modern medicine and even in modern psychiatry. So for instance, if somebody is having, I mean, so many of, this is a very common thing. Like two weeks ago, I was uh, with uh, one of my kids was having a play date and we parents, we were having dinner together. And all three other parents were telling me that they had, um, a heartburn and they were all taking antacids mm -hmm. that is you know you have heartburn you go to the you, either you pick up over-the-counter antacids or you go to your, your gi doctor and they'll give you antacids but that is not the answer to the problem that's just suppressing the symptom mm -hmm. you have to understand why you're having this problem which is inflammation in the first place mm -hmm. and and not to mention the long-term side effects Antacids interfere with iron absorption and absorption of so many nutrients leading to chronic nutritional deficiencies they increase your risk of heart attacks, not just heart disease. 
the increased risk of kidney disease, they are now being linked to even dementia. So with all of these things happening, how can you then, I mean, many people that walk into my clinic are on an antidepressant, they're on an antacid medication, they're on cholesterol pill, and maybe next they're getting onto a diabetes pill. So this is not what health is, and they're miserable. But within a few weeks time, as we work with them, they begin to improve their own physiological health. They're able to come off of some of these medications. And you can see that they begin to feel lighter, they feel more energetic, and they're, they become alive, you know, what we call as vitality. They be, they, you can see that in their skin, in their hair, everything. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. And uh, I think it's pretty eye-opening. And I looked at your website just before um, yesterday as I was preparing for the show. And definitely reading those testimonials, it's, it's, it's amazing. And it speaks to the work you're doing. And a couple of things I just wanted to highlight, too, things that you said, because this show is about leadership. So what I heard there was you challenging the status quo, right? Like it's <laughs> not, being, not being afraid to challenge the status quo. And that's why you're doing something that's innovative and is actually a different way to approach a problem. And as they say, you know, the proof is in the pudding, at least for your patients, right? Mm -hmm. There are many different ways to approach a problem, but the patients that are coming to you are getting their problem solved. So that, that's something great. And I think that gives, should give us all lots of hope, right? And for someone, yeah, for someone who is on the same plane in terms of having proof in the pudding for how mindfulness changed my life, because that's a part of an angle that you bring in too, right? With the meditation, I saw that that helped me with, with, uh, when I was maybe at a very, very low point in my life, making that lifestyle change and the way I think it's, it's very possible. And, and you're saying the same thing is, it's not just medication, but it's a number of things. And uh, I, I think that that should give us all lots of hope, especially with this pandemic, there's a lot more mental health issues because mm -hmm. just being stuck in the house, not having your regular social gatherings and all that stuff I, I i think mental health has gone down in the last few months for sure so definitely hearing that we can make a difference without necessarily resorting to medicine right away is is very encouraging yeah in fact i would say that um, medicine should be the last thing that we offer because they have all, all psychiatric medications just like any other medication that we use they have a role to play. It's a very small role. And we have to understand that they come with a long list of side effects. And uh, especially in the psychiatric arenas, the, the medication side effects not only affect the body, like for instance, many antipsychotics, they cause weight gain, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, increased risk of stroke and heart disease. But they also cause neurological side effects like um, akathisia and tardive dyskinesia, which is a movement disorder that can be hard to treat. So you're, you're causing all these, sometimes I would say semi-permanent damage, because again, I believe that once we do the right things by our bodies, the capacity to heal and recover is immense. But some, I've seen with some of the patients that, especially tardive dyskinesia and these kinds of movement disorder, once it is established, it is very difficult for that to be reversed. And that creates long-term disability. And then, yes, I mean, in some patients, sometimes 
for their overall health and their benefit, we may have to use an antipsychotic. But if we do it judiciously while also improving their overall health through diet, lifestyle, and coping skills and meditation and mindfulness. Because if you look at it, Aruna, um, why do we suffer? We suffer not what is happening to us, but it is the interpretation of what is happening to us. So, and that can be addressed by becoming, and most of the times it is not reality that we are interpreting. It is our perception of the reality. But with mindfulness techniques, we are able to create that distance between reality and perception, and maybe even remove our perception aside and just interact with life in a very real manner. That can be very, very beneficial for anxiety, depression, even for psychosis as well. Yeah, that's really powerful. Agree with you 100% from personal experience. So, so tell me from sharing all this, there must have been some type of growth from you, like challenging the status quo, challenging professionals that maybe were not on the same page. What have you personally learned or gained from going on this route and sharing your message? Oh boy, many things. Um, you know, the, the most obvious one is, is the immense satisfaction that you get when you see people recovering. Like just to give a very quick example, I started working with a 10 year old boy who's been severely anxious for the last two years. Um, very severe separation anxiety from his mom and his younger brother. Couldn't sleep at all. He would like frequently wake up almost every night for two years and then wondering where his mom and brother were. So that was the extent of anxiety and he was miserable. He knew very articulate, intelligent kid. And literally within one week, the father called and told me, this is amazing. He's sleeping through the night. Today morning, my wife and I, we just decided to go for a walk when the kids were sleeping. He woke up like it was no problem. He didn't see his mom right away, which otherwise would have led to a big meltdown. And mm -hmm. parents also did not think they had to take the dog out for a walk. So they did. And then they realized that, you know, they needed to be home. But when they came back home, they saw their son awake and just going about his business as if nothing was the matter. So that's how dramatic. And now six weeks later, he's not experiencing any anxiety. He's back to being a happy 10 year old. So just the satisfaction that you derive from that, there is nothing mm -hmm. comparable to it. But personally, I mean, there are many, many gains. You know, I feel that I've grown as an individual. Um, I've grown as a, uh, obviously as a doctor, but also um, as a person, as a mother, as a wife, um, hopefully as a friend, um, and even a little bit of that spiritual growth, because whatever anxieties that I've had, especially walking away from a six-figure salary to almost nothing and, you know, mm -hmm. starting my practice from scratch, all of that tended to destabilize and the financial anxiety and everything. But I've learned to trust the universe in the process. So it has reaffirmed this, the, and my kids tell me that I'm very optimistic about myself and the future. So those were, I would say, some of the personal gains that I've had uh, through this process. And not to mention, like so many people um, in starting my business, and I had no idea, you know, you go to medical school, you learn medicine, mm -hmm. but you don't learn anything about business, right? Oh, right. So many strangers have helped me. And that has reaffirmed my faith in humanity. You know, even in the darkest of, you know, like with all the chaos that we are seeing in our world today, mm -hmm. I still see, I mean, just to give one example, when we had to close our spa for almost six weeks, um, I would say that 
we have we have a membership program and we were afraid that people will drop their membership because they're not mm-hmm. getting services, right? But uh, except for a couple of people who were really struggling financially, nobody dropped their membership. I mean, that is the that is that is a testament to the service that we are providing and the relationships that we have, you know, maintained. But it is also a testament to the largeness and to the generosity that people have. So like it, this whole experience has reaffirmed my faith in humanity, I would say. That's pretty powerful. And uh, two things that you said with uh, people noticing the difference, your kids noticing the difference. Yeah, that is something I've experienced too, because I think the energy that you start to give out when you yourself are calm, there's some truth to that. People feel that and they feed off of that. And, you know, and, and that may explain too with, uh, with, people that your your customers or your patients where people are drawn to you and they continue wanting to come to you because there's that feeling of trust and you build that and it it's it's like a gift that keeps on giving i like to say like if you're positive it kind of pay it forward type of thing so yeah that that's really inspiring and uh i think what you're doing is really great and uh i'm so happy that you're you've come to share this message with us it's uh very nice, very nice. I do realize that sharing the message is very important because what I'm, you know, literally the only person in this in Wisconsin, probably all of the Midwest that is doing this kind of work, and there should be many more people like me. Psychiatrists and therapists really need to recognize the dangers with psychiatric medications, and um, we need to we we all need to invest in a better way uh, that we can help people that are struggling with mental illness. Now, this is a leadership show. You are a leader. We've established that. So what word of advice would you give aspiring leaders and current leaders from a well-being standpoint? Um, I think the biggest thing from my own personal experience is that that we need to um, really pay attention to our inner voice and, um, and listen to it and follow that guidance. So again, I would say, maybe you've already touched upon this in, with your own experience and your other podcasts. It, it really is about going inward. That's the only way you can know uh, what your, uh, you know, the, the word, the ideal word for this is dharma, what your dharma is, which is, you know, your path, uh, your righteous path that you're meant to follow. And the only way to uh, get there is to go inward through meditation and mindfulness maybe journaling, introspection, all of mm-hmm. these Right. And once you know what that is, don't give that up. It's, uh, yes, there, there will be obstacles, but know that the obstacles are, are placed as um, stepping stones. They're, they're learning mm-hmm. obstacles. So, yeah, that's, that's really powerful. The power of self-reflection, how many answers it gives you, uh, it, it is very powerful. So lots of interesting things we talked about and i'm sure the audience wants to learn more how can they learn more about what you do or more about you uh the best thing would be to go to my website which is uh that's t as in tom r as in rob i n as in nancy e r g y health dot com and once you go there if you go to you know meet dr tamala you know page there are, uh, I've done a few lectures, I've done a few, um, there, there was an NPR radio interview 
Um, I've also written tons of blogs. Um, and of course, the, the testimonials, as you, as you mentioned, um, there are plenty of video testimonials. And when I take these videos, I, I encourage my patients to contrast the before and after experience, because I really want to let future clients or patients or people who don't know what this is about understand how health is created. It's not by popping a pill. It's by actually working within yourself and with yourself. So that's why, I mean, I think going to my website is the best place. And if you have a question, you can call our office. It's 262-955-6600. Um, or you can drop us uh, a line through our contact form. That sounds great. And I'll put some of that information in the notes. Thank you so much for joining me, Dr. Tamala. It, uh, I've learned so much and I'm sure the audience has learned so much. Thank you, Arunai. It is my pleasure. Lead That Thing is a production of Optum LLC, helping businesses define strategies for growth, strategize, energize, optimize. Join me next week on Lead That Thing to hear about how people are going out to there to make a difference in their lives and for others. Until then, lead that thing.